happened. I was in a um I was in a clubhouse listening to older MILF women talk about dating. Yeah. And that was interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm in a clubhouse hasn't been getting good reviews over here. Everybody says they don't like the way it's set up or something. What? I mean, of course it has its cons and its pros, but it depends on what you're on there for. Yeah. I guess yeah, I, I, I guess it was people like they don't like having to wait to have to comment or whatever. Or oh. something like that can be on here where you can um actually um just come, make a comment or whatever. I think yeah. that's the issue with the oh, uh, clubhouse. Yeah, um your click of people on Clubhouse to talk talk with because everybody doesn't know how to moderate a room and that everybody yeah. speaks. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of why I like I like this a little bit better. But I'm I'm not gonna be you know if I'm already on one like podcast thing I'm not gonna be doing a whole another one and, or just listening to a bunch of people because not everybody has the talent to host the show as well, right? Um, which I'm sure you've seen on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like yo, what? There's like people on here that just sit and like chew gum and breathe right. and listeners. I'm like yo, what is this? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So, um, tonight, the reason this this topic came up is because I had a show before that was about trying to help the side chick become the main chick. Mm -hmm. And so, I wanted to do a show tonight that was like, all right, you know, we have to stand up for one night stand people because there's Mm -hmm. this, uh, this, uh, what's what's the word? This uh, whatever comes with one night stand uh, people where they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you're not worth being in a relationship with because you had sex too soon. And um, at my age range, I don't believe in that. You know, even when I was dating, it was, that wasn't a thing for me because you could miss out on a really good person uh, because of what somebody else's beliefs. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, if that's not your belief, why do you care what other people think? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so, for me, I've never mm-hmm. had a one-night stand. I'm 33. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a mother. I've never had a one-night stand. I don't know what that is. The way, okay. that, I, the way that I'm sexually attracted to people, it takes mm-hmm. time. It takes time. Um, that has not changed. So, mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know why or how, and I've never understood why has a one-night stand, but I'm not telling people like when you do this is what's going to happen this is what's not going to happen because I know that people people have had long relationships after one yeah. I stand people have had marriages work after one exactly. I stand it really just depends on the person exactly so yeah these people who are judging the one night standers I'm here to uh stand up for them yeah and uh, let them know you have value you know, you you are still marketable, yeah. and you still deserve to be somebody's number one. Um, now don't get it twisted. There's there's a way this game has to be played, and mm-hmm. as as me films say, there's levels to this shit. So mm-hmm. it's not just anybody can do this and get away with it. It has to be done in a particular way. For um, and from now I'm just going from the male perspective, for men to not look at you funny afterwards. You know what I mean. Um, I guess we we can get the female callers. Feel free to call and let us know 
you know, how you guys feel about it and what your standards are for one night stands with men. But from the male perspective, I'll start off simple. It's uh, my motto is it's not what you do, it's how much you do mm. for the one night stand. Yes. So breaking that down, it's like we're adults, we have a good date, we have chemistry. Some yeah. people be you know, you connect really well with somebody, the conversation's great. Um, you know, the vibe is great, whatever. And then you two are physically attracted to each other. So it doesn't have to be that situation where it's like the guy's doing the, oh, I'm trying to fuck, I'm going to get laid tonight, or even the woman doing that. It can mm-hmm. just literally be organic. And y'all are adults, you have a good date, you go out for dinner, conversation, you go for a walk, everything's going cool. And one of you happens to invite the other back to your place. Mm-hmm. And you know, have maybe some nightcaps and some some stuff happens. Mm-hmm. So that's just grown. That's it. It happens with dating. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. It is what it is. You probably still get to know the person. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. But what you have to watch out for, what I know as a male, we watch out for is okay. She was cool. We did that thing. Mm-hmm. But how much did she do? So now I have to worry about is okay. You know, we went home. You know, there was no condom used. There was swallowing going on. Mm-hmm. Nothing, blah, blah, blah. All nasty porn <laughs> stuff. Probably not going to call you back after that. Or we'll talk, but your your position as the wife, for me, is automatically dismissed after that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, can't do it because I don't feel like I'm the, you know, I don't feel like I'm that special. You know what I mean? I don't think you came to me tonight and you was like, you know what? This guy's so cool. I'm going to do all this for him in the bedroom on the first night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, licking balls, all that. I just feel like you, you got to reserve something for your husband or in the bedroom for once we're together. So yeah. I feel that's where my standard would be is, um, okay, you're out of the wife running, but now you can, might be a, you know, a friend with benefits or a, a sexual partner. And that's about it. But that's what will eliminate you in my book. And I know I've talked to a lot of men about this. That's kind of, you know, how guys feel. Obviously, there's going to be men in the chat. Y'all let us know what you think. You know, but that's that's where I wanted to start off and get the ball rolling as far as how I feel you could possibly get eliminated from, or one of the ways you get eliminated from, you know, wife contention. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you if you have your own standard and you're mm-hmm. willing to gamble your body and the possibility with this person that you just like for right now, mm-hmm. be able to stand up in your shit. And that goes for men or women. But mm-hmm. as you get older, you do have a filter. And that filter that you have on people is, this is what I'm looking for. This person checks yeah. this off for me. This is what mm-hmm. my need is. I'm going to tell this person what my need is. If they're adult and they're in agreement, this is what we're doing. If I call back, if I see you again, that's a decision I make. If you're willing to agree with me right now, that's a decision you make. I think it's a problem of people not being able to be mature and stand up in their decisions. Yeah. Definitely. I agree with you 100%. Um, you know, I, I always tell people I've been blessed with the incredible... Um, way of not giving a fuck about about what people think. So I'm only worried about, you know, my decisions and how I feel about the situation. Mm -hmm. So 
I wouldn't, for me personally, I wouldn't be like, oh, what am I? And, and first of all, you don't even have to explain to people that that happened. You know, this is this is your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? When people are like, how'd you meet? Oh, you know, the first night we went out, had drinks, and then we fucked all night. Like, you don't have to do that part. <laughs> Nobody has no- That's the problem with people today, this young society today. They think they have to tell people their everything. Yeah. It, it, like, it's, who are you for me to explain myself to? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is between me and my partner. You know, just know we happy, we together. And, <laughs> and you know, that's that's where things are. So I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for, you know, how fast we did it or whatever. And that's not something I ever, with my male friends, I never, that's nothing we even talk about when we discuss yeah. our relationship. Never like, oh, well, how soon did you have sex with her? You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially not, I'm 37, so for me, it's, you know, what's the credit score? You know what I mean? Like, what, what do they have going on? Do they have all How much money? debt do you have? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not worried. Did you hit it yet? Man, we're not in high school. <laughs> don't even matter at this point. You know what I mean? So, I, I definitely, I definitely feel you on you know people not being able to stand up in their own chips. Uh, you want to play this? I guess this first comment. Somebody comment it real yeah. quick. I just want to say, I met my wife in 2001. We hung out the first night. We had a stand and we did it the next night. And then I moved in on the Friday, four wow. days later. And wow. then we got married. And I hadn't been a sheltered person before that. I just knew it was right. And she didn't, was not sheltered either. It just works when it works. Hey, come on, Mr. Danger. Mr. Danger, you definitely have the right name. Because uh, <laughs> why? Yeah, that's crazy. You know, like listen, everybody has their own journey. Um, this is a judgment-free zone. I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm here to help. You know, so I'm I'm only here for help tonight. That's it. I want to help people who do one night stands understand that you have value and that yeah. you too can be the number one. That's cool, Mr. Danger. You know, like um that you know, I'm glad that worked that way for you because I know for a lot of people that would have ended up in disaster. But mm-hmm. Jesus, as for all that moving in and you know, and it's not even the sexual part, the, the moving in part, yeah, that was the risk in my opinion. <laughs> it's like, damn, like it's, like it's like vulnerability from the jump, yeah, and it Jesus. just leveling up every day. Okay, so you can move in on Friday, okay, so mm-hmm. you're gonna build together, okay. <laughs> So when you go to work, you coming right back here. Okay, like it's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Like I don't even. I, how do I trust you at this point? You know what I mean. Like we just met a couple of days ago, and I'm like, you know, yeah. there's got to be the trust. You know, you have access to my house now. You know, I haven't even given you enough time to figure out if you're crazy or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So, and that's the biggest thing now for me, especially nowadays, is there's a lot of crazy people out there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's to have a good uh, first, second session. But to move in, I have to make sure you're not crazy. Yeah. Because you're going to be around me in the middle of the night. I don't want to wake up and you standing there staring at me with a knife. Or, or, or you it's do weird shit. Late, late out here. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Okay. Um, okay, so I haven't had a one-night stand, but I've had a DMD. What, what's a DMD? A DMD is a, a dick me down person where uh-huh. um, we met in traffic and uh-huh. 
he demanded my phone number or he just gave me his. And uh-huh. we instantly had a discussion while he was like in his truck and I was going home. And then the next day it became like, you know, like a smoothie date, kind of. Uh-huh. Kind of like a smoothie meet. And over the next couple of days, we didn't like talk all night, all day. We didn't do none of that. And then uh-huh. over a couple of days, like I told him, like, I like to go to the gym in the morning. So I would go to the gym and it became uh-huh. a he knew when I was leaving the gym, he would bring me like a smoothie or whatever. We would talk or whatever. And then, you know, I want to say after like six, six days or seven days, he invited me. Um, he was like, man, fuck it. He was like, uh-huh. this is my address. He was like, come, he was like, come by. Like, come okay. see. And I was just like, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I know him, but I don't know him, know him. I was just like, yeah. I want to go to his house. And so I told my closest friends, hey, turn my lo- turn your locations on. Here's my location. Yep. I'm going uh-huh. to his house, right? I told them I got there. I took my gun with me. My gun was in my bag. And, we- <laughs> um, I'm in Georgia. This is how we do. And yeah. I went into the place. You know, it was clean. It was just him. It wasn't oh. no room situation because that's a turn off. And uh-huh. this man had like a straight bachelor pad, right? And barely anything in it. Listen, <laughs> gun magazines on the windowsill, gun uh-huh. in the room, gun, you know, in the living room, but comfy, uh-huh. right? And so okay. we, we was just sitting there, like, I think he was watching like Sons of Anarchy. We was just chilling. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like some people you meet, you feel like, you know, like you knew them already, so it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you get here, I'm gonna be all over you, and then I'm gonna I'm make you like go to my bedroom or whatever. So I was over there for like a few hours. Uh-huh. We was just chilling, watching TV, and uh, I think like he tried to kiss me. I kissed him, and then we was just like chilling. And then he was like trying to see like what's the like next level that I'm cool with. Yeah, and when that, when I peep that him trying to see what's the next level that I'm cool with, I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not doing that. And he was like, he was like, is there a problem? I said, no, there's no problem. He was like, mm-hmm. like me? I said, no, I like you, but I don't know you like that, and that's not yeah. what I. And he was like, oh, okay, and he was cool. It was no attitude change or nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. He good money. He cool. Yeah, and like, um. Now, let me tell you something. My pussy <laughs> wanted to. My pussy was, okay. My pussy was like thumper, like you dumb, dumb, dumb bitch. Like, we want this. And I was like, not today. <laughs> I was like, no. So I'm sitting there trying to like calm her down. I was like, uh-huh. not we gonna let this thing simmer like oxtails. It's better when you wait. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm gonna wait. So like the second time I went over there. Mm. Uh, which was like I want to say three or four days uh, ago. Um, mm. After that, I, I came pencil skirt, no draws, titty. Bra. It was on the popper. A titty bra is a bra that serves no purpose but to look good on titties. Okay, yeah. and uh, <laughs> he like he already knew. He was like, oh, he was like, no. I said, nope. He was like, oh, okay. And then it was just understood like. I don't need you to call me. I don't want to go on no date. 
I don't uh-huh. need you to bullshit me and act like you want more than what this is. I just mm-hmm. need this. And it became a, a understanding of you are just like my person just for this. Um, yeah. Everything that we did was like protected. And mm-hmm. that was it. Like there was no, like I would correct him. He tried to hit me with the um, good morning text. I was like, hey. Oh, you I don't ain't doing like, it. Listen, I, I don't <laughs> like good morning texts. You ain't got to take uh-huh. me. Um, I don't like people calling me uh, a sweetie or a baby. Don't call me that. Don't pet name me. Um, uh-huh. I'm, I'm not off today. I can't come see you today. I'll let you know. Uh-huh. A lot of times women have to set men straight when they do just want that to not let it yeah. be more because some men can't. Some men can't handle that the fact that, oh, so I'm really just her fuck person. Yeah, because that fucks with the ego. Yes. So mm-hmm. um, I want to say, like, after the third time, and I saw that, like, he was fucking me the same way and it was predictable, I was done. So, like, I never went back over there, never returned a call. It was just, like, uh-huh. non-existent. And I was good with that. But that I yeah. feel like that, that was something that I needed to try because I've never done that before. Everybody that I've had sexual relations with has been relationship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, I mean, you just got You just got to get some shit out your system to see if it's your thing. And if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. And yeah. I would just like to say to any women thinking, um, you know, it's better to just be in a relationship. It is so relieving to be able to fuck a man and you be the one to leave. <laughs> oh! I said, oh! So men been out here just living it up. Just coming oh, through, come through and dipping and do, going about their business. Like, it was such a relief to be done with somebody, not have to check uh-huh. somebody, not have to call in and tell them about your days. Just like, I'll call you when I call you. Don't call me. Jesus, you was you was pimping this guy. Jesus, I Christ. loved it. <laughs> this is great pimping. Oh, let me. I've got questions, but let me let me play this message real quick, and then we go we gonna get to these questions. I, I got some questions for you about that situation. <laughs> hey, shout out to the whole she gets it pod in dungeon. Another great topic. Um, I kind of have mixed feelings about this because I do feel like it is up to your bedroom and it's up to your relationships, but. Um, you gotta be very careful with that when you're dating because, man, sometimes people really be lying about who they are. They send a representative and you could be very genuine and then you thinking the other person's being genuine and turns out they were just trying to get in their drawers or whatever, you know, underhanded ultra motive they've had. So, it's kind of... It's a hard thing, you know? That's one of the reasons why you kind of have to fill people out and see what they really are about. Because the one-night stands could be fun, but it could also be very, very dangerous. Thanks. This is Pondell dropping knowledge. Thank you for coming through, Queen. Uh, I definitely agree with you. I'm sorry, what were you saying? I said that is facts. Yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying. You do have to be careful because people have ulterior motives. And, uh, I guess that doesn't work for a lot of guys because I understand why they do it. And I feel like it's a certain kind of guy that could pull off the honesty aspect and really be like, this is really what I'm looking for and Mm -hmm. actually be able to get 
what you know be able to get the draws. So, um, you know, just real quick to reannounce the show, we're we're kind of talking about one night stands and letting people know that if you've had a one night stand, you can still be the number one. You can be the wife. You can be the husband. You just got to go about it the right way. We're sharing stories here of uh, things we've done in the past and the do's and don'ts. If you do want to be the number one spot after having a one night stand, uh, it's a dungeon and she gets it pod. Uh, we're over here uh, just chatting up. Make sure you follow both of us, you know, and uh, feel free to comment and add to the discussion. We judgment free zone here. We're all grown. And uh, uh, that's what we do. <laughs> you know, so, uh, so back to you. Mm-hmm. So, after you pimped this guy out, just pimped him out. Just, did I pimp him out or did we agree? Him. We agreed. We agreed. Like, this, this is another thing that he told me. We had a discussion mm-hmm. and he said, um, I'm not in a relationship right now. This is mm-hmm. what I do. Um, uh-huh. I, I want kids. I want twins. And if I have to pay for a woman to have twins on her first go, I'm going to do that. In my head, that instantly told me, hey, I have two kids already. I don't want any more kids, so I will never be this man, woman. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's very important for women to listen to what men say. It's true, and from what you're telling me, it sounds like what he he said. I feel like he really wanted the opposite eventually, and was hoping for the opposite to happen. Because one, when you give a guy the opportunity to just fuck, and mm-hmm. literally. Leave it like, hey, I'm cool with it. And mm-hmm. he doesn't uh, maximize that opportunity. So mm-hmm. when you say you had to get rid of him after, what, the third time because it was just predictable? That's not that's not single guy stuff. Not single guys that know what they're doing. You know, a single guy that's about that fuck game is yeah. he going different, t- especially if y'all attracted to each other. It's going to be all kinds of crazy sex being had. That's what and, and what's so crazy is every time after we had like a fuck session, this man would be like, um, he want to cuddle. And I'm like, I told him, I said, I said, I'll cuddle with men I'm not in relationships with. Listen, he wanted the opposite. That man wanted a relationship. He did the actual opposite of what we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you lie and be like, oh, I want a relationship because I'm going to get these drawers. And instead, he's like, no, I'm cool with being a friend with benefit. Yeah. I want to be, a, I want to have the full shebang. <laughs> and then yeah. it starts about. There's a way to, to go about that as, as well. Like, you can respect the person that you just fucking and yeah. not have to do disrespectful things. So, okay, we just fucking after mm-hmm. the sex. I'm not going to kick you out. I'm not going to be like, yo, you got to get out. But ain't going to be no cuddling. I can be like, yo, you uh, you want a bottle of water or something? Yeah. You know, yeah. how was your week? How was work? Work good? You, you making this money? Okay, cool. We, because I respect you. Yeah, somebody that I don't respect, I'm just like, yo, get the fuck out. But if I respect you and we have an arrangement, and I'm gonna treat like a respected person, you know. He he. After we would do that, he'd be like, "Do you have to leave? Um, do you have other things?" I said, "No, I'm good until like two o'clock." And so he was like, "All right." He was like, "Can we watch um this? Are you cool uh, watching?" This? I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "You want anything to eat? You want anything to drink?" And I was like, "No." And I was watching his whole setup. So yeah. He he worked for himself. He made his own schedule. He had mm-hmm. like a huge big ass needed to be in the house as TV living room. Mm-hmm. And, he was in the- and then he had the same size TV in his bedroom. When I went in his bathroom, the whole fucking counter from the door 
to the back of the bathroom was filled up with like top of the line cologne. And then nope. everyone in the room was like name brand shit. So mm. what that told me was he's not in the mind frame of priorities mm-hmm. because his car was leased and you have enough to own some shit and you don't mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. spending your money on dumb shit. So that mm-hmm. that turned me off. You know what I'm saying? But because yeah. I didn't want anything more, I was okay with it just being I'm not even going to speak on it because if I speak on it, that means I give a fuck. I don't give a fuck because I know you yeah, so Exactly. I think when women find themselves um, you know, having you know that type of relationship with a man and wanting it to be more and they see all the fucking clues that it's not going to be more I think that's mm-hmm. their fault because all the evidence be there especially when you're at a man's house that he doesn't want what you think yeah. mm-hmm. you got that right <laughs> let's play this uh, message <laughs> hey guys it's What's Queen up? Butterfly Jones over here What's good? checking in um, okay. So basically, I had a one night stand, and it lasted ten years, and I ended up marrying the person and got a child out of it. Um, I ended in divorce, but it was ten years of of a good time. So, you know, I I'm have mixed feelings about it. Like I am at a different age now, so I probably wouldn't be doing one night stands. But I can't say that a one night stand might not lead to something else because mine led to marriage and a child. Mm-hmm. See, see, we have a a semi success story here. Uh, you know, ten years—that's a lot of time. But I'm just like I say, just because it's a one night stand doesn't mean that you know you don't qualify to be the wife or whatever, you know what I mean? So I I definitely, uh, we hear you, Queen. You know, appreciate you sharing. Um, you know, at t- 10 years, that's that's a long time. That's a good amount of time to put yeah. in. So how, how do you feel about, so, because you go, you go for the long haul. Yeah. You know what I mean? You play the long game. So um, as far as you wait, what do you feel is a good amount of time to wait then? If you're like, all right, well, I'm I'm interested at this point, uh, but we're not doing it no time soon. Do you have, do you do the Steve Harvey nonsense, or are you like, oh no, I don't no. do that BS. It feels right, I just go. I feel people out, but so mm-hmm. for me, for me, I've never, I've never had like a formal meet somebody, court somebody court me. We go on like an official date, and then we, you know talk a little bit about something and then we'll go on another day. I've never had that. All of my relationships have been friendship based first. Mm. I watch the man um, deal with the women that he chooses. I watch how he talk about those women when those women are not around. I watch Mm. how he talks to them on the phone. I watch his character um, and how he deals with people and how he talks to people and what he thinks about the friends that he's around. And then I make Mm. my evaluation. Do I want to graduate you and level you up to being something more with me? Or are you just friends only? And I feel like if women did that a lot more, they'll make better choices in the people that they're in relationships with. Oh, so I like, I see the text. So you you play detective from the get-go yes. then. Yes. Uh, instead of being like, we're going to play the guessing game because I don't know you. And right. now I got to. Because you can't, yeah, because when you're with a friend, 
Mm-hmm. Like you said, you can just be hanging out and hear these phone calls. Yeah. You can't do that. Random guy off of uh, whatever app or <laughs> wherever you met him from because yeah. you just have to go with the avatar that they're presenting right. when you first meet. That's right. actually, that's a very unique way because I was about to be like, well, why not? So that's the traditional way mm-hmm. I would say for people to like, oh, yeah, you know, I meet somebody at a bar on, well, nowadays it's on an app or, um, you know, wherever. And then we, you know, hang out and I just get to know them. The, the biggest thing I feel, even if you're not doing it your way, is there's a very big lack of communication mm-hmm. with people. You, if you don't ask the right questions, you're also going to get fucked over probably in the end because the questions shouldn't be, you know, what's your favorite color? You know, that favorite color shit. <laughs> like, how you know? old are we? Are we six? Like, yeah, you like... Ask the real questions, like, you know, <laughs> what what about you don't you like? Or what yeah. about you, as far as a con, are you working on? Or what yeah, is it? What are your that, biggest what's flaws? Your, what's your ideal lifestyle, you know, mm. going by the time you get this age? And really yeah. ask the shit that matters. Yeah. And that's the problem is the conversations are so. The, the 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 line is so low like it's such a you know low standard for conversations and now I'm, I'm you know here women talking about they deal with guys that these guys do one one word answers why are you giving that person your time exactly. if man I'm, if you can't carry on a conversation with me I'm not fucking wasting my time with you <laughs> like it's almost disrespectful like how was your day good all right I'm gonna just strike one uh, so <laughs> what are you looking for in in a partner? You know, I, I don't really know some somebody fun. Okay, strike two. Uh, who, 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 you know, do you you want to get married one day? You want to have house kids? Uh, yeah, I guess. All right, let me uh, let me grab my jacket. I'm out of here. I don't have time for that. Like you can't converse. Your brain can't work enough to think up more than one word answers. Then we have nothing in common, and you, I shouldn't be getting in bed with you. You know what I mean, male or female, because that's the person. That has nothing to offer, you know what I mean. And there's also a level of interest people will show when they're fucking interested in you. To be honest, you know what I'm saying. Like, if I, you can't respect me enough to have a full fledged conversation, why? Why should I be giving my body to you? Exactly. You know? When a woman, when a woman is really interested in you, she mm-hmm. overshares information about what you ask her. Uh-huh. And yeah, she de- you- doesn't give you the space to end the conversation, and that's yeah. how you. <laughs> problem is these young boys out here in their teens, their 20s and their 30s and some of them are in their 40s not knowing shit is uh-huh. nobody taught them how to read a woman um, read uh-huh. the lines and just listen for what uh-huh. they because for me when I don't want to talk to you when you're annoying me or when uh-huh. If I'm in a relationship and you're getting on my nerves, but I'm not going to be an instant bitch, I'm going to be an undertone bitch where I'm going to be like, when you ask me something, I'm going to give you a one-word answer. Or I'm mm-hmm. gonna... That's because I don't want to talk to you. I don't like you. Leave me the fuck mm-hmm. Okay? That's what that means. And I I don't know if you could call it be, me being anal. Once a man texts me something that's a basic word and they spell it wrong with all the motherfucking spell check that's out here, he's deleted. Yeah. He's blocked. Because <laughs> I can't have a discussion with you when you when you abbreviating four-letter words. Yeah. No, you you listen, that's not being anal. 
because I'm I'm the same way when it comes to that. Like, if we're having a conversation, like we could talk, and if I hear the word being used incorrectly, I'll be like, no, that's that's this. And I, you know, as long as you correct it, we cool. <laughs> but don't yeah. just like you know, or send me text with you don't know the difference between there, there, and there. Boy, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, like you know, cause it's 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 a little things that trigger you. I get it. It's the little things, but yeah. it's. You know, you, you kind of got to, you know, be able to know that kind of stuff to know the level of intelligence yeah. <laughs> that you're dealing with over here. <laughs> Let's play this message. I give him about a a month, but I'm not about to invest too much time in it. Yeah. If I don't feel that, you know, they're worth the, the time. That's A. And B, I need to see what that package is looking like. Like, after a month, I need to have maybe padded it or maybe, you know, stuck my hand in your pants or something to know what's going on down there to want to, you know, move on later. Because I'm not going to invest three to six months in that Steve Harvey thing and playing games. And then you turn around and you can't even satisfy me now. I'm pissed the hell off. Facts. Facts 100%. That's why I've never been the, the, if you come to me talking about, oh, I don't have sex before marriage, have a nice life, my man. Yeah. I know what the Bible says. Me and you have nothing in common. Sorry, Lord, I have sinned. But there is no way that I'm going to marry somebody that I haven't test driven first. Because how people, you, base, how people base their life upon a book that's one third of a story. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, listen, these are guidelines. Let me explain this. Like, common sense will let you know, okay, you want to sit there and pretend like, oh, well, um, if if the sex isn't good, I'll I'll teach them. I'm like, listen, I've had enough sex to know that you can't teach people who are bad at sex how to be good at sex. Listen, you know that's not for me. If, if I have to teach a man how to fuck me, you're not fucking me ever again in your life. That's what's, and what about the chemistry? Like, this this is where people aren't acting like, you know, and I get it, people have arranged marriages and all that. That's cool. That's what y'all do. But there has to be chemistry that enhances the sex. You know what I mean? Where you're like, damn, like, on top of the fact that I do like this person, uh, we have bit, we have chemistry in the bedroom, too. Yeah. But just, the, like, I'm marrying you because, <laughs> you know, you, all these, these checklists, uh, things on my checklist, and... um. I have no idea if we're going to be good together in, in the bedroom. You know, this is a chance. I'm like, nah. Because like, like uh, you know, old girl said, you may not be big enough. You might not be packing enough. You might not be freaky enough. And now what we doing? <clears throat> Divorce immediately? Come on, man. <laughs> like, what does this look like? You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, I don't know. You know, but like she said a month. So, you feel a... Um, is is that is that is that enough time? You think that would that would work for you a month, or you probably be like, "Hey, I gotta go a little bit longer." So right now, if I'm looking for a relationship with somebody, uh, I don't know. It will have to depend on that person and how much we mesh. It could be that week. It could be, you know, more than a month. It depends on that person and where they're at, and are their actions matching their words? Because I'm big on what I invest my time into because I could be doing something else. Yeah. And, and, um, with, I know you said you got kids and all that. So with dating, um, do you do like the mul dating multiple people? Or you're like, nah, I do one person at a time and that's it. I, I, I been one person at a time. I'm not a serial, uh, spending, getting energy person. 
I've mm-hmm. uh, never cheated in any of my relationships. I don't believe in that shit. I did the shit, and I mm-hmm. have a space, a time frame of nobody, and then I engage with somebody else to catch that. Because people out here giving their energy to multiple people within the same time frame, you're never gonna yep. know who's giving you a bad mood or who's sending you bad vibes or who got hey. some juju on you if you spreading yourself thin between everybody. Like, why is everybody getting a piece of you? Exactly. So, and why do you need free dinners for $40? Listen, <laughs> listen. Free drinks. So, so right now, being that, you know, I'm a mom, I'm single, and I have two daughters, I don't date. I haven't mm-hmm. had sex in like a year and two months. And mm-hmm. I've I put all my sexual energy into work and, and doing things for myself that give me the results that I need without question, because I know yeah. what I'm putting in. I don't have to question if somebody's going to show up for me because I'm showing up for me. So yeah. now I call this the time frame of me perfecting how I can explain myself to the person that wants to be in a relationship with me in the future. Can a man yeah. be able to ask me, anything and I should have an answer for him for the man in my future when I'm in a shitty mood I need to be able to tell that man what I need to get out my mood and not give him a shrug to be like I don't know I don't know like that's childish to me so the longer I spend time with myself I could perfect those things so I could be better for the next person because if I was dating a person right now if Mm -hmm. I was in a relationship right now I would be doing that man a disservice because someday I wake up and I get on my fucking nerves and I don't want to deal with anybody and I don't want to deal with myself, but I have to. So yeah. I'm not dating anybody right now on purpose because that's not where my head is at. Mm-hmm. See, and that's, that's smart. Unfortunately, there's not enough people that think like that. <laughs> with the scene. As a matter of fact, there's more a bunch of toxic people out yeah. here who refuse to, to get better and be like, no, fix my problems. I suck as a person and as a human being, and you should deal with it, and I'll make you feel bad if I, you know, fuck up and don't, you know, uh, don't end up being everything I told you I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're, like, you're a fucked up individual. You need to sit and chill. Yeah, You know what I mean? They, a bunch of fuck people, like, sit down, reorganize, analyze yourself, figure out what you got going on. Stop this. Jump, okay, it didn't work out with this guy. I'm going to the next Oh, this guy's bad for me. Oh, I got a crazy zodiac sign. Let me be crazy. Fuck <laughs> all of that. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah, that's true. Like I, yeah. for me, I I think my sign gets like bad, um, you know, reviews. I'm a Gemini, but oh. but I I the only time you'll see another side of me is when oh. I I give you a chance to be honest and be upfront. And now you have me in some bullshit that we already talked about. That's the only yeah. time that you'll see another side of me. Other than that, I am like this since elementary, middle school, high school, college, any workplace that I've been in. I've always teeter-tottered on HR knowing me by first name, but not really yeah. all the way in trouble. But they know that I'm with the shits, but I uh-huh. good work. So they be like, let her stay. She's just, you know, a little bit on the edgy side. So yeah. Oh, I know my levels of you about to get another side of me and I hope nobody has to deal with the other side of me because there is no stopping the other side of me. I'm satisfied when I'm satisfied and I'll make yep. sure you have something to tell your great great grandkids about me if you see my other side and that's how I am. That's how I've always been. 
that's that's the Gemini right there. Gotcha. <laughs> Ain't nobody fucking a gargoyle. Y'all up here trying to be nice. Ain't nobody fucking no gargoyle. Everybody wants somebody that looks some type of some type of way to be like, mm, I'll take that home. But people be lying saying, oh, it's not about the looks. Mm, it is about the looks. It's all that for me. It's all that. And then some. <laughs> Okay, so I would never fuck uh, uh individual like Kodak Black. He has a face that only mother could love. Only a mother love, yep. But at the same time, because I know I'm not procreating anymore, I could give a fuck about a man being small, big, skinny, fat, uh, tall, short, because who he is in his appearance is not going to affect me in any way. But... Mm-hmm. I do want a good person. I do want someone with common sense. I do want someone that's knowledgeable about shit and I don't feel like I'm talking to myself. And I would like to spend my time with someone who serves some type of benefit other than me just fucking. Yeah. Because See, if it's fucking, you could fuck anybody you want. Exactly. And so I don't know for uh, Queen uh, Butterfly that left the last comment. I don't, I don't, I definitely don't feel like we were saying. The uh, physical attributes don't don't matter because that's a, a bold face lie. Yeah. Um, I would say it doesn't matter as much later on in the game as now. Me personally, it mattered a lot when I was you know early twenties to late twenties, physical prime. You know, just and just getting my life together, it was like you know how fat is the ass, per- waist got to be perfect, all that. But now yeah. that is not a primary thing because you could be a bad bitch and be broke, and I have no time or time. Or that, <laughs> so um, now you know as a man, and this is what I, 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 the advice for women, I tell you, especially if you're gonna get serious with a man, try and get serious with him in the late thirties, because that is around the time when we finally sit down and go, man, it's a bunch of terrible people out here. I'm wondering if I'm ever gonna meet a quality female. That's mm-hmm. how it happened with me. That's how it happened with a bunch of my boys. Like by the time a man hits around, you know, mid thirties. You know, which it sounds crazy, but it's, it's kind of realistic for the male. Mm-hmm. That's when we start to actually really want to settle down where you'll get a legit commitment and mm-hmm. not and have to worry about as much of the bullshit. Because at that time, you know, a man probably has a, a decent job. He's trying to build, trying to own a home, get a family and all that. So mm-hmm. you shouldn't be marrying him at 22, you know, marry him around 35, 36. Listen, <laughs> listen a lot of... Uh, Listen, ain't nothing worse than a fine woman who thinks she a bad bitch that's broke that thinks she got money because she got you. Okay? And and a lot of men never mature. And Mm -hmm. a lot of men fuck off on a good woman in their 20s, fuck off on a good woman in their 30s, fuck off on a good woman in their 40s. My parents were 30 years apart. My dad was still pulling women's numbers when I was six, seven, eight. Didn't care within his marriage, didn't care. And uh-huh. some men just feel like they can because they can and they got time. And yeah. it's the threshold of the person you're with. How mm-hmm. much of fucking off can I handle this man doing on me and making me look like a fool? Because a lot of women sit there and they stay and they wait for a man's dick to get tired. And sometimes yep. dicks don't get tired. And sometimes. <laughs> They settle with the one that been keeping up with their bullshit the longest. Mm-hmm. And that's who they end up with. Not necessarily meaning that's who they wanted, but that's who 
would be willing to put up with their bullshit and their their leftovers of what's left of the women that did not want their asses. Exactly. And and the last thing you want to do is wake up one day and be like, look at that person you with and be like, I really just settled for this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because now that resent's gonna kick in and it's gonna be a problem. Like that's why you have to have standards. You have to be real with yourself. You know what I mean? And you, you have to be able to um let people know, you know, that you're not going to settle either. It doesn't matter, like, how long you've been tolerating each other. Don't tolerate people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not to tolerate. You should genuinely love or want to be with them. And, yeah. and it should be that easy. Like, people are like, oh, well, I've dealt with this. We got a kid now, so I guess we stuck. Nah. What? Listen, <laughs> I, don't believe, I don't believe in it. And I'm, I'm breaking that mold and that thinking with my daughters where, you know, me and their fathers, we have a cordial relationship. Um, they can tell me things. You know, I can share things with them somewhat because their feelings still be in it. But we respect the fact that we're not together. We're not getting back together. But we yeah. do have a child that we both want to see the best for, right? And so yeah. I equally make space for them to have that relationship with their children because they need it. But I think a lot of women get their pride in the mix and their bitterness in the mix and they ruin those relationships. And I don't want to do that because I believe you can be a great parent to your child, whether you're with that mother or not, as long as the mm-hmm. maturity levels are there for both of y'all. So the maturity yeah, it- got to match. And a lot of people don't understand that shit. I will never be with a man solely because we have kids. I don't give a fuck about the picket fence. I don't give a fuck about um, what it looked like. I'm not really... Um, into getting married you know yep. these people yep. are getting married out here I could give a fuck less about a ring I'm more so in like what's the realness in our relationship if I really don't like you then I don't want to mm-hmm. I don't want to be with you on that level and I used to tell my ex this a lot I would tell him I don't like you as a person but I love you so that's why I do the things that I do but mm-hmm. we limits in our relationship we will never be here so therefore i have to love you in limits but when that day comes where i can't love you in this limit anymore and i have a lot of love to give and i don't have nowhere to put it mm-hmm. the change well these these is facts people these is facts play these messages okay okay my bad y'all i was i thought y'all was on the train of oh it doesn't matter and love is love because <laughs> love is love but i i can't be laying with somebody that don't be looking right <laughs> my bad y'all no nah, I, I think we're both pretty realistic with the, the standards here especially the physical standards i definitely am on that <laughs> you're right sean they're gonna deal with the with the chick that sat there and dealt with the bullshit that they dealt with, that they dish out, they're gonna, they're going to marry her. She's gonna get it all. Everybody else gets screwed. But you know what's so crazy with the women that deal with the bullshit and all of the women that he dealt with and all the women that he has babies with within their relationship. Mm-hmm. What are you really getting rewarded with? Yeah, because because you've been doing the wife shit while he's been with other women you've been mm-hmm. taking care of the household you've probably been going half on bills with him you gotta wash his clothes you gotta keep up this smile on your face when you really feel like slapping the shit out of him he's embarrassing <laughs> you in public so when he does be like okay here here bitch here's the ring you wanted it here's the ring 
what <laughs> what or what are you holding on to? Do you really yeah. like this person? Are you trying to grow with this person, or do you want to just take pictures with this person later on and be like, "Nana and Boo Boo, I got a ring, a ring that don't mean shit." He gave you a ring to shut the fuck up. Yeah, like you've taken the disrespect. Uh, I guess I gotta do this <laughs> because, and I. It seems like I've heard from a lot of women that that, that do that. Um, it really is the whole, like you said, not on a boo boo part at the end where it's like, mm-hmm. I won, <laughs> bitches, I got him. And the, like, the, the bitches are like, Yeah, we let you have him. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah. none of us want him. Now you're left with the piece of shit. Let me tell you, my ring is not going to be the brag. My mm-hmm. things are not going to be the brag. My house with a man is not going to be the brag. My relationship is going to be the brat. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it needs to be because, you know, my grandparents had a great marriage for 40 something years before um, they both passed away. And their ring was a, a gold band, and that's it. And they had a yeah. great marriage, and it was a lot of respect there. And so I think today women have marriage twisted, men have marriage twisted. It is very. Um, disgusting and uh, embarrassing when men inbox me and 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 you know try to see if I'm with the shits of you know seeing them or meeting them out of town and and, mm. and you know hitting on me at the same time they posting their wife and talk about how much they love their wife. Uh, had a great great night with my wife tonight. And if, While and I'm if, me, you trying to see what's good. And if that's the epitome of your marriage, mm-hmm. I don't want. That. And I think today a lot of people's marriages turn me the fuck off, not saying that that's going to be my marriage, but mm-hmm. until marriage is understood in the way that I understand marriage and is valued in the way that I value marriage with another mm-hmm. man, I'm good being single. Well, so and just the, the, the advice I give to women with the, I know, and I know you're not saying this, but I throw this out there from the male perspective. One thing is when a man says he believes in marriage, don't mm-hmm. shoot that shit. Because if he ends up being the one that you want, and you be like, oh, I don't give a fuck about the marriage part, I'm telling you, men who believe in marriage are a different type of male than yeah. men who are just, it is what it is. If a man is like saying that to you, and I say that, now, we're not talking about on no crazy shit. Y'all yeah. just met, he, I want to marry you. No, not that nigga. We talking about a man who you speak to, you get to know he has morals, and he's yeah. saying the kind of same thing you are. Where it's like, yo, my I watched my grandparents, and then I watched my parents. You know, excuse me, and they've been together forever, blah blah blah. That's what I want. Don't shoot that guy down because mm-hmm. a lot of women now be like, ah, oh, nigga, it don't mean shit. That you know, have that paper don't mean nothing to me, blah blah. blah. But it means something to him. And the reason yeah. I'm saying it is, if that's the guy you want, you're gonna have to deal with the marriage part. It's not the worst problem to have. Because I know some women now like, the, the marriage don't mean nothing if a man's a piece of shit. But sometimes the man who ain't the piece of shit wants the marriage. So you yeah. can't have a cake too. If you want that cake, then go on and marry the motherfucker that's offering the marriage and it is everything you want. Don't be like, don't be stubborn and be like, well, I don't really believe in marriage. So I get it. You're everything I want. But you want this marriage shit and that, I'm just going to have to let you rock. You know how much long you be out here looking through these dirtbag ass dudes? Yeah. <laughs> or, when you or, not, or not looking. Not looking. Uh, um, this is another thing that I need men and women to understand. 
when you talking to a man and you're vetting a man to get to know him and see how he thinks and all of that, when a man yeah. tells you that he's not traditional and the way that he loves, um, oh. he, be- he believes, <laughs> listen, listen, he believes in- <laughs> because that's popular now. listen that's cool and i believe Mm -hmm. be able to love how you love and there are Mm -hmm. some that really do believe in that shit but if Mm you keep down that you're a monogamous motherfucker that Mm -hmm. is person stop wasting your time stop this person stop going out on dates stop hoping and wishing you could change this person's mindset that just told me like okay we could never be on that level but it's nice yep. talking to you sometimes. And I'm not making time out for you. I'm not giving nope. you two hours of my day to sit on the phone. I'm not FaceTiming nope. you. I'm not hitting you up because I'm into pouring in things that are investments. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's in my friendships and that's in my, my family and that's in the people that I possibly want to be romantic with. If you're not an investment in me mentally, physically, or spiritually, what the fuck am I doing? Please, yo, preach, preach to these niggas out here, man. Preach to them. Get to these messages. <laughs> I don't, I don't think you can commit to nobody after no one night stand, because a one night stand is a person that. You- Please check out. She gets it shop on Teespring. The website is in the description for the show. All right. I got merch on there for the show for those who would like to wear their support or show their support that way. You can support the She Gets It show and podcast and merch on that website. And if you can't get the website, just remember www.whoisshan.com and you can support me on other shows too and other places to shop for merch. Let's get back to the show. Do you hear this? Do you hear this silence? Yes. This is a space where your ad could be played about your product, where your ad could be played about your business, about your show, because I believe we can all be great on different shows and platforms. So if you're looking for ad space right now, your ad could be playing here. Instead of me talking and instead of this silence. So next time when I do an episode and you want to promote your show, your business, or your services, hit me up at shegetsitpod at gmail.com. Now back to my show. Back to my show. Don't say I never gave y'all anything. I'm giving you the space to be great. You really don't know nothing about. You hear me? So that means after that one night stand, you decide that you want to get to know that person. But it's like in my head, and I'm just being real, I'm going to be thinking, damn, she gave me the pussy quick. Who else she didn't gave the pussy to? I definitely don't want to get to know nobody like that. <laughs> All right, Lamar, Jay. So uh, you came in a little bit late on the conversation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we definitely have discussed this part. We, we actually kind of got off topic. But yeah, going just... back to the main topic, which is the one night stand, we're actually explaining how you can remain as the number one. So what you're saying is right. That's basically what 99% of people think. Oh, you fucked me the first night. How many other niggas did you fuck the first night? Yeah. But here, 
I'm going to throw uh throw a little a little wrench wrench in you just see what you think. What if what about is what do you feel about is uh how much she does that first night we all have sex? So let's say it's good sex, but she reserved a little bit, wasn't doing all the nasty freaky shit you like to do, Lamar. You know what I mean? <laughs> like she it was just good, you know, chemistry, good sex, and that's it. It wasn't all oh, yeah, she was all up in my balls. We did it raw, you know what I mean? Then I kicked her out and, and didn't even pay for the Uber. You know what I mean? Like that's that's when you're like, yo, who she do this all the time. Or he do this all the time, because I don't want to sound like this is one sided. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what about that, Lamar? Like, what if she got everything you want? Y'all fuck because y'all chemistry is killing it. Great mm-hmm. night. Good mm-hmm. dinner. And y'all physically attracted conversation. Great. She intelligent, hitting on all your checkpoints. You really gonna be like, you fucked me the first night. I can't deal with you anymore. And you think that that's naturally she give up the pussy to everybody? Or were you that special? Get back right. at your boy. <laughs> there we go. It's actually disgusting, Sean. And, you know, I'm in my 40s now. So, you know, things are kind of different for me. But I won't say that, oh, no, I didn't smash somebody's husband in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't good like it wasn't you know it's it was me being young but it also was not good karma like you know you get out what you put into the universe and if you're putting out bullshit you're gonna get bullshit as long as you keep putting bullshit out you're gonna receive it and it took me a very long time to understand that that concept of what you put out is what you get in yeah that's facts that's definitely facts this all of you you people out here thinking it's cool, men and women sleeping with wives and husbands. There is there is karma that comes with that too. Because I know I used to, be like, oh, it ain't my problem. It and is your problem. Women who are in relation, women who are in relationships with men who feel like they are the status of wives, who chastise other women for being with their boyfriends, who out here posing like they single when they leave the house. Some of them pose like they're single when you're downstairs and they're upstairs also. Check your man and stop calling other women. Because those other women wouldn't be bothering you or bothering that boyfriend that you're with unless your boyfriend wasn't seeking them out. So so there's a level of understanding that women need to get. You're wasting your energy. You're spending your energy on someone and explaining shit to a woman that doesn't give a fuck. Y'all probably wonder why her name is She Gets It. Listen. She dropping on y'all? Listen, there's a <laughs> lot of energy being spent. If you want to be a wife and you're doing wife-like things and your man is out in the street acting like a boy, then deal with that shit. And yeah. be- be be aware that you're wasting your time. He's no longer wasting your time. He's giving you prime example of what mm-hmm. the fuck this is and what the fuck this is about to be. Are you staying because that's what you feel like you deserve? Or are you staying because you gave up on yourself somewhere down the line? <laughs> and and why has society um, shown us the, the wrong people to contact when people are fucking you over? Hello? Why? I believe. Okay, just like you said. You're mad out here acting up in the streets. But you call them the bitches that keep appearing on his phone instead of being like, why am I dealing with you, my nigga? Hello? (laughs) Like, why do I keep dealing with you? You're the problem. It's not these bitches, you know, hey, 
this is my cheating ass man. Leave him alone. And they're going to be like, nah, he keep coming on to me. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never going to leave him alone. And you're like, oh, I'll fuck a bitch up. But the problem is your man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, we the rule book is all fucked up, man. Like, people don't know who to attack when, when things are going wrong in their relationship. You always go after the wrong person instead of your spouse. And then, and then those cheating ass men want to hit you up and be like, "Man, why, why are you talking to my girl like that? Why, you, why are you talking to her crazy nigga? How the fuck I'm supposed to respect your woman and you don't respect your woman? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you want to be the good guy now? Fuck out of here! Yeah, these people make me sick, man. <laughs> people make me sick. Oh, let's let's get to some of these messages. I look at a one-night stand as like a gateway. It's like a gateway to getting to know a person. Because I've had one-night stands with with, with, with with women in my lifetime. And, you know, we hit it off, you know. Eight, nine, one-year relationships, you know. So I look at it as being a gateway. A one-night stand, it's nothing to frown down upon, you know. It's just another route to meeting someone. I'm Andonzi. I see you on the one night stand train. Clap it up, brother. Appreciate you. You know what I mean? That's what I've been saying from the get go. Just because it's a one night stand don't mean that you can't be the number one or get a successful relationship out of it. So I appreciate you for commenting. You know, feel free to, you know, come through and, and let us know about how you feel about everything else we're talking about because we definitely off topic. How do you feel about that? Uh, she gets it. I feel like that's right. Um, that's fine. And to each their own. And I don't believe in number one, but we'll get into that after these messages. <laughs> okay, okay. So we're talking grown folk perspectives. Yeah. I bet, like, okay, if if it so happened to be that it was a cool-ass night and she a cool-ass female, you know, we just probably got a little bit too tippy, you know, smoked a little bit and, uh. and got in the mold. That probably were her intentions, you know, but how, how deep... And, 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 and how into the night we was, this is what happened. Okay, cool. Then I give her a chance. You know, I ain't gonna throw away like trash. You know, I definitely see what's what's all up. What's what was she all about? Bam! We have a conversion, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, conversion. What you call it? A uh, big boy from Outcast. He met. Well, he had a one night stand with his wife. With his wife before she was his wife, they had a baby and they're married still. Look, see, another yo, there's a lot of success stories from my one night stand people. Let's stop acting like y'all are minorities, you know. Yeah. You have, um, you get a bad rap, you know, but we're in a different time now, you know. Back in our parents' days, one night stands, you know, you get your penis or vagina chopped off. Nowadays, <laughs> <laughs> nowadays, you know, this is it's dating. You know, things happen. Things happen quick. But you, as a consensual, intelligent adult, have to know how to analyze how this one night stand went. Is this the person I should give my time to? Was it, you know, just good, consensual, organic, we had a great time sex? Or is this person a whore? You have to have your whore odometer on right to make this work. If you don't have a whore odometer, don't do this. I can't, can't stress that enough. Your whole domino ain't working. You're gonna play yourself. You're gonna catch some shit, and your feelings gonna get hurt. All right. So let's remember that. Get your whole domino working correctly. 
Right, because if she gonna fuck him, she gonna fuck him anyway. It don't matter what you say. You could have 80 kids by the man. You just had, you just beat cancer twice. Women don't give a fuck. Like, we're gonna do what we want to do regardless. Especially when we feel like we have nothing to lose. We ain't had nothing to lose in my 20s. I didn't have shit to lose. I didn't have no fucking kids and, 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 you know, responsibilities to that extent that I needed to worry about her and her kids and if they was fat or what. I didn't give a shit. Yeah, you're right. In your 20s, you feel like you're invincible. (laughs) In my 20s. This is another. What is that? This is another thing with that. Women who have cheating boyfriends, not husbands, cheating boyfriends, Mm -hmm. why do you feel like that woman wants your man? She's getting a front row seat as to the fact that that man ain't worth shit. And this Mm -hmm. is good at so i'm gonna use all the things that he's good at and i'm gonna send him home with you so you could deal with the rest of the bullshit and that's what the fuck it is every woman that your man ch- cheats with does mm. not man because they see what that man does and your position is not that great because they get front row seats to the bullshit yeah and 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 that's facts and two let's add this this in they only cheating with him for one reason your man probably got good dick and that's probably what you're jealous about is he Hello? just had good dick all over the community? But hey, that's what little sluts do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Little sluts just, just love new pussy. Yeah, yeah. New pussy is like a a, a Christmas gift. You know, it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like Christmas gift. But like, you know, for the women out there who tend to their man, you know. That the, the same pussy is like a Christmas gift too, especially depending on what they're doing in the bedroom with you. You know what I mean? Keep your man at home because you know you gotta do what it takes. You and know that's I mean? a, like I, I don't know I don't know what it's like I don't know what it's like to live with a man because I've never lived with anyone I'm in relationships with. But right. I, I just don't have it in me to want to see the person I'm with every fucking day. So mm. I can imagine how mundane that shit gets. Mm. Be with a person every fucking day. You gotta, you gotta reinvent yourself. You gotta be on some kinky shit. And I think some people get into relationships and they get lazy. Yeah, you can't get complacent in relationships. You actually have to keep reinventing everything. But what you're saying, as far as the the hard part about seeing the same person every day, that's just until you meet the right person. Mm. Meet the right person. That's that ain't, that thought won't cross your head. Okay. You enough of them. You know. What I mean? I was oh, worried. I gotta be with you know. I I, I want to see him. When you sing, trust me, I had the same thoughts when I was single. It was like, man, I and I lived b- before um, my current uh, girlfriend. Like, I I lived with a girlfriend before in the past, and that was probably the worst mistake I ever made in my life. <laughs> I was like, we'll never do that again. And I even told her we met. I was like, one thing I won't do is move in with a woman too fast ever again because yeah. that was just it was tragedy for me. Um, mm-hmm. But these are these are these are all life lessons you gotta learn on the yeah. path to it. So, and I I hear you coming from you know you're 33, you're in your prime, you already got kids, and you seem like you got your shit going on for you. So you have your standards and you know what you want. But I'm mm-hmm. what I I want to make sure is that you don't miss out on that that perfect guy because it seems you know there's there's a, a lot of uh, negative. Uh, ideas out here as, as far as when men say certain things, you know, you, you have to kind of second guess them. And I'm like, nah, sometimes at a specific age, that nigga being real with you. 
<laughs> and you gotta take him for his word. Like if yeah. a twenty if a twenty eight year old didn't come to you like, yeah, girl, I'm ready to settle down. Run for the fucking hills. That nigga lying. Like <laughs> he probably is not ready to settle down. He's just trying to you know bust your ass. But if a 35, 36 year old nigga come to you and be like, yeah, I'm ready, man, and and the, everything lines up, give him a chance. All I'm saying is give him a chance. I'm not saying wife him. I'm saying give him a chance because that is the age range. It's proven scientifically where men start to kind of be like, hey, I think I want to get out of this shit. You know what I mean? I'm cool. I need to retire my jersey, blah, blah, blah. So we don't we don't want y'all to miss out. This is advice for the ladies right now. Men can probably come in and, can, and concur <laughs> with me on this as well. I, and there's, you know, this ain't 100% foolproof because obviously like we've spoken, there's men in their 50s that ain't shit. <laughs> so, so this ain't for every man. I'm just talking about the average we're at an average right now, people. So, you know, uh, let's get into some of these messages. Dudja, <clears throat> <laughs> you stupid for that one, but you totally right, though. They be bad as shit about they fucking man. You calling calling a woman just ready to fucking rip her throat yeah. out about some bullshit, but you'll lay with that man every night and make him some food. Yeah. Right. right. You okay, baby? How you out giving that bitch? That bitch stole my dick tonight. Yeah, baby, she just took my dick and fucked herself with it. Like, yeah. <laughs> what you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> I'm cheating on you every night because I don't respect you. Mm-hmm. Women need to start looking at that shit. Yeah. Look at it from that point of view. A nigga don't respect you if he cheats on you that often. Yeah, because like you ain't go- there. Ain't no co- no consequences to suffer. So mm-hmm. if he don't respect you, why are you still with him? Mm-hmm. That's- you know what I mean? Like, make that nigga respect you by fucking leaving him. Yeah. <laughs> and stop talking about, I'm gonna leave. Just yeah. get up and go silently. And, and yeah, exactly. Don't even talk about it. Don't keep calling your girlfriends, saying yeah. the same shit to them. Do the shit. Because the uh, the biggest piece of advice I'm gonna give you, which is a whole nother show, yeah. that I down the line, and the, the men can come in and comment on this if you want. Ladies, you're not gonna change this. Nope. I, I repeat, history has shown, and I'm telling you right now, you ain't changing shit. Yeah. If we don't want to change, we're not going to change. What you got is what you're dealing with. I'm a piece of shit. I'm going to be a piece of shit. <laughs> like, men, no, please they, stop believing you can change. Men ahead. change when they want to, and men change when they're ready. You cannot yeah. make ready. He either ready or he not ready. And you're going to have to accept that and have some motherfucking self-discipline to be like, okay. Yeah. Which is why I'm giving y'all a hint about the 35, 36-year-old range where it's like, you won't have to worry about that as much. Because man might be a little bit more genuine around that time. But yeah. if the first thing we talking about, oh yeah, you know, I met him, girl, he don't meet none of my standards, but I, I, he fine. So I'm going to change that. Please believe you ain't changing a cut damn thing. You know what I mean? Message. Sean, I got one better. Why do these bitches marry they man? Why do you marry a nigga that cheated on you profusely? <laughs> and then be like, oh, I got the ring now, so it's official. Well, he's officially going to do the same fucking shit. <laughs> because they want what it looks like. They mm-hmm. they want the, the two cars, the dog, the kids that, you know, have their own rooms, the house, uh, the illusion that they're happy, the illusion that they have everything. Meanwhile, y- your boyfriend that you've been begging to marry you and he's putting it off and y'all mm-hmm. at y'all at what year 15 mm-hmm. 
he has a whole nother child outside the household. <laughs> whole nother family going on. And you know it. He and knows you know it. it. And you still there hoping and praying and wishing. So sometimes when men give women like that the ring is because they tired. Okay, I'm tired. All right, here. You know, yeah. I only got so many years left. Might as well. And mm. it's like settling. And so men, I think the illusion is women are the only ones that settle. I think men also settle, but they settle when they want to fucking settle. Yeah, men and men settle in worse ways. Like I, you know, I'm not putting on uh, friends' names out there that I got, but I've seen some of my friends settle for the worst women. <laughs> like, <laughs> Went to all black colleges and settled for terrible white chicks. Like it didn't make didn't make sense to me, but shit happens, you know. Later on down the line, but um, what the question I I was gonna throw out there for what Queen said is, besides that, you not only settling for that nigga, that nigga's not even giving you because what you said she gets it is the the, the illusion of the yeah. family, the picket fence, but that nigga ain't even providing that. So now yeah. what are we really settling for? To stay right. in this project building? This one bedroom apartment? You know, <laughs> like, because you're not getting that. It's, it's different when you actually are getting that. Okay, he got two cars in the driveway. You know, he got a good job, blah, blah, blah. I dealt with him because of that. But what's no. so crazy is sometimes even with that, the women don't even see that it was them that helped that man achieve that house. It mm -hmm. was them that helped that man get those two cars. It mm -hmm. was them that has that man being able to have something outside of his check when he get paid to buy something for himself to look good and smell good for other women. So if yeah. you weren't there and if you had some self-respect about yourself, that yeah. man would be less than where he's at and you don't see the measurement and the worth and the value within yourself. So you spend years staying yep. with somebody who will never respect you when you could have spent years with somebody that loved your ass. So now you done committed to somebody and made the perfect man for the next woman. Hello? <laughs> you done made the perfect man. Because as I said, and I'm sticking by it, you ain't changing shit, but you can give advice that he right. may take. Because <laughs> a man can sit there and be like, nah, I ain't doing that, but she kind of right about it. I need to stop buying so many fucking Jordans every month yeah. and maybe save up for a house. And then now you done got the house. You're like, okay, I'm still here. And he's like, yeah, you know, I ain't changing for shit. She kind of right about it. I need to stop buying so much weed. Right. Probably, the, woman, the woman that comes in your life and adds to your life in a way where you can grow, you can mm -hmm. invest yourself, and you can grow your money instead of spending your money on her on dumb shit, that's mm -hmm. the one around. Yep. So before we get to these messages, let me re-announce what we initially were talking <laughs> about. Because <laughs> we just keep going away. So to all the new listeners in the room, we're talking about uh, we're trying to show the actual people that you can have a successful relationship after a one night stand. We know there's a bad, um, uh, whatever the title that goes, comes with it where it's like, Oh, one night stand shouldn't be doing that. Blah, blah, blah. But we've had some people who came in who had 10 year relationships, multiple year relationships after one night stands. And you can qualify as the husband or woman after a one night stand. Like I just said, it's not about, you know, how quickly you do it is how much you do in that one night stand. Now she mm -hmm. gets uh hasn't had that experience. You know, mm -hmm. she's you know, she's she takes the, the long game route, which mm -hmm. we respect, but she still has knowledge to drop on women and men mm -hmm. about how to make shit work. And that's what we're doing for y'all tonight. 
make sure just because you had a one night stand, know that you are loved. You know, <laughs> like you are of value. You still yeah. can have a good relationship and a long term relationship with someone just because y'all had a hot moment of passion. You know what I mean? In one night, but you can still still make things work. Make sure you follow myself and she gets it. Uh, we are here with content controversy on the Dungeon Show. You know what I mean? It's what we do. Uh, this is actually our first show together, but we putting it out here and making sure it's going well for y'all. And uh, make people good do and make it have the illusion like we've done this already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We, the, the flow is going very well. That's why you know where I wanted to get this show done because I'm like, yo, we we gonna definitely have a good flow and it's going very well. You know what I mean? So we want y'all to keep commenting and give us your advice. Judgment-free zone. We adults here. We know what kind of topic this is. Judgment-free. We're not judging you. I may judge you after the show's over, but I ain't going to say nothing on there. So (laughs) make sure you send your messages and comments. Let's go. We're going to keep it moving. You know, what I will say is a dude is definitely going to tell you what it is. We ask questions and we, the problem as women is we don't like the answers that (laughs) y'all niggas provide. However, you asked the question, so this is the answer. And when we, when we ask y'all, do you want to be in a relationship? And you'd be like, no, we're not ready. You mean that shit. I ain't ready. It's us that as women that try to make it. What it's not like trying to make, oh, well, maybe he meant, well, no, that nigga meant exactly what he said. He ain't ready. You ain't changing shit. (laughs) It's just enough. Not gonna change shit, man. Next message. Hi, she gets it, pod. Shane, what's up, girl? Hi, Dungeon. This is your girl, Tierra. I just wanted to let you guys know I'm at work right now, so I'm not gonna be able to you know, chime in, but I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm listening, I'm supporting, and, you know, uh, I love you guys. All right, have a good show. Appreciate the love. Yes, guys, and what is up with that whole nother family shit? Like, who wants to have a whole entire, I don't understand how these niggas have the time or the money for it. Like, I would be on Snap. Like, if I am sitting here and I'm in a whole-ass relationship with you and you got a whole-ass family, three kids, they all virtual school, your wife at home, nigga, how do we have time to do X, Y, and Z? Yo, I I don't get it. That's why I don't even, I don't even play in that arena because I've been unstrangled them. (laughs) (laughs) Right. First of all, Butterfly Jones, let's let's get this shit correct. I don't Mm. think nobody got a whole nother family during the pandemic. Okay, <laughs> right now, after the way you made that shit sound, I'm like, yeah, why the fuck would you do that? Like, because now you, you ain't, it ain't about the fucking, you taking care of two sets of kids. Now you're teaching kids in the house. You can't go nowhere. Like, what, what is it? Well, I'm sorry. Uh, she gets you down in Atlanta. Y'all just ain't did, uh, shut shit up since the beginning of this. Y'all just. Atlanta's out here with its pussy open since the pandemic started. Yo, y'all are ridiculous. I think y'all killed little Duval and ain't nobody tell us, but we're gonna talk about that later. (laughs) Figure out, you know, Atlanta's a whole nother story, but here up I'm in Jersey, so we here in the Tri-State area, we shut we in. You know, I mean they lightly opening shit up now where you can have thirty five percent of people in somewhere only because the vaccine is out. But everywhere else, I am not taking care of two families. And raising two sets of children just so I can get two sets of pussy? Let me tell you. Hell no. Not during no pandemic. Can't do it. My my youngest child's father um, 
was in his relationship when I met him at 18, but she was out of state. I didn't know. I was young. He was older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was naive, and I feel like he took advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And we've had an on-and-off relationship for the last 15-plus years, right? Mm-hmm. And through other reasons, it just came to a point where legally, by law, it has to be a boundary, right? Yeah. So that's the only reason why it stopped, but it would never stop if I didn't get like the law involved to create that boundary. So this man before that happened was on some, you know, I need a key to your house. I need Mm. a draw. I should have some clothes here just in case. Um, Mm. Have my soap here that I use at my house. That way she would never know that. I did anything and it's a mindset like some men think that them being a man is having plethora and yeah. having plethora of women and plethora of options is mm-hmm. that's something you want and all your women want and you could be honest with all your women if you can afford it but most men out here cannot afford to have multiple women have multiple families and have multiple children and that's the fucking problem when you can take care of your family and have a standard and be honest and put your dick on the table and everybody is on agreement, that's bullshit but it's a lot of false bullshit going on where Mm -hmm. men they can delegate women to benefit them but they mad when women want benefits yep and and I'm gonna just throw this out there men and this is a fact what she's talking about, niggas that do that, that's a form of insecurity. That's Hello? not that's not male dominance. Like, I need men to understand this right now. I'm a, I, I went to school for sociology and got my degree in that. That is a big form of insecurity. It's not, and that's why, like, that's why it's it's something that you usually do when you're younger, you know, yeah. dominating bitches with your dick. I fuck five bitches in a day. Look, that's cool when you're young. But at this point, when you're older, you need to see a therapist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, something, there's something that's bothering you in another area where you feel you have to dominate all these women with your dick because you're not living right. You're not giving the full support to any family. And, you know, you're actually, when everybody finds out, it's going to be fucked. So, and like, this, yeah, what'd you say? This was my concern with that when I found out and I asked him, I said, why would you want the headache? Of listening to two women complain about different things, <laughs> uh-huh. separate periods, mm-hmm. and why would you want the headache of being spent and split in between two people when you can put your investment in one? And that's yeah. because they're insecure in losing something or somebody taking something from them, so they mm-hmm. gotta self thin just in case some shit happens. And what happens sometimes is men who have fathers who did the same shit down yeah. and do the same shit. And so the same thing that you were trying to avoid having other children outside your household, you went ahead and you did the same shit. Mm-hmm. You got that right. Let's go on and get through some of these messages. I don't want people getting mad at us. <laughs> so lately I've um, been thinking about picking up dating again, but I do not know if I'm ready because my uh, old fiance, Marcus, he, um, and we dated for like, 
six years throughout high school and then he proposed to me at prom and uh he sadly passed away when he was going to fort benning because he was going into the military and i just wanted to know you know how do i know when i'm ready emotionally and how do i get myself to that point that i want to be that, that's, that's definitely a more serious question um <laughs> I don't take that when she gets you going. You, you do that first. I'm, I got to think of my answer. <laughs> I would say, like, I'm sorry for your loss. I feel like you need time to process it mentally, and you know when you're ready to date. When anybody could bring up death, um, a loved one, and you don't get emotional, and not that you don't get emotional, like you forgot about it and you don't give a fuck. Like you don't, you don't. You, you have, like, control of your emotions to know that that was also your experience, but you're not at a place where you can talk about it, and you don't have to compare and contrast everybody you meet to the person that you lost. That's when you know you're okay. See? Facts right there, uh, Squish Muffin. Uh, I agree 100%. Um, I just, all I can do to add to that is just make sure you take your time about it, bro. Don't rush back into this. There's a bunch of shitty people out here anyway. So take your time, you know, grieve properly. And uh, like she gets to said, when you're ready and you know you're ready, you know, then, then slide right back onto it nice and easy. On, uh, make sure you take heed to all the stuff we're telling you about how, how these men are out here acting, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But please take your time. When there's, when there's grief involved in a death, please take your time. Do not rush back out here. There's, there's nothing to rush back out here for, to be honest with you. Exactly. Now, what we need to do is spend years finding yourself first before you go out and find somebody else. Because if you don't know who the fuck you are, you can't be with somebody else. It's not even possible. Been yeah. there and done that. Yeah. There should be a dating app for people who are trying to find themselves. And mm. <laughs> y'all shouldn't be allowed to date. Y'all should help each other find yourselves and then go on the regular dating apps after you get a diploma. <laughs> to move on because you toxic people is just out here fucking shit up. <laughs> Next message. I love it, guys. I'm totally impressed just to let y'all know. Thank you. Thank you, you for your the love. Yeah. It should sound like a plethora of disease to me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if they don't pick wisely, it can be. Mm -hmm. if the women they fuck around with don't have standards and spread themselves thin with other men it can be and it's very dangerous because you could spend 10 years with somebody and not know who the fuck they are you could spend 20 years with them and not know who the fuck they are you just have to be aware of what your boundaries are because that shit can go as long as it needs to go as long as you tolerate the shit yep. these, these are facts Next message Right, Sean. We call them fabs, fake ass bosses. Fabs. <laughs> New word. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad she threw that out there because I definitely didn't know about that acronym. So me neither. <laughs> I appreciate that one, but now that we got through these messages. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's cool. Once again, to the new listeners that came in, we are talking about if you can commit to someone after a one night stand. My personal viewpoint is you can, and it's about. It's not about uh, how fast you do it. It's about how much you do. Mm -hmm. You know, you still have this primary position. You can still be a wife or a husband to someone 
just after y'all had sex the first day. We are all adults here. Shit's going to happen. This is not, you know, the 1940s and 50s when our grandparents and parents were around dating. It's different nowadays. So, you know, you have to have what I say, your, uh, your horror odometer working. Because if your horror odometer is not working, you will fail this test. So that's the main thing. Get your horror odometer together. If you don't have a horror odometer, just don't do this. Date somebody you don't sleep with on the first night. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. We are talking about people with professional horror odometers, male and female, that know when somebody's lying to them about their horniness. You know what I mean? <laughs> we can get deeper into, into horniness as well because, uh, <clears throat> you know, there are clearly signs and i'm gonna ask you should get to this uh as far as from the female perspective what what are some uh keywords a male may put out in your experience that lets you know especially since you play the long game where you, where a man may say certain things that, that are keywords and let you know oh he a whore watch out it's a lie he not he not really on this uh, monogamy when you hear him talk to his boys and be like man a pussy is a pussy oh shit <laughs> and and that's a basic level whore too. Hello, like, hello. Like, and when you, it, oh, go ahead, go ahead. When it comes to hoes or, or women you don't know, take their asses to the beginning of who they are, the hotel. Stop mm-hmm. taking these women to your home. Yeah. What the, so they can come back and fuck your car up. Listen, not even that. <laughs> Women down here in Atlanta, and I know they do it elsewhere, men will use women as bait, put them in bars, they meet you, they get their your number, you take them to their place, and then you have like 10 men run up in your shit. What the f- Yo, what's going on here, man? See, this- and let, let, you, let you go out of town. This happened to one of my close friends that I used to work with. Let you go out of town, you come back, and your shit got broken into, and all of your key shit is gone. That's because the woman that you brought back to your place yeah. pillow talk with other men, and they come up in your shit, and they yeah. know when you're gone, and they know when you're not there. So take these hoes and these women you don't know, you don't want to get to know, to the motherfucking hotel. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta stop this shit. You mean to tell me there are niggas that are bringing hoes to their crib and let yeah. niggas come to run train? Yes. Yo, off, of Tinder, off of Tinder, off of Bubble, whatever the fuck people be using today out here, just meeting women at the bar and bringing them to their place. I had another friend who's working from home now, an engineer, uh, makes good money, uh-huh. um, very smart and intelligent, street uh-huh. smart too, but dumb when it comes to pussy, uh-huh. and brought this girl that he met at a bar to his place. This girl wouldn't leave, and he kept allowing her to come back. And in the county that he lives in, Georgia, at a certain time when a woman is there, she's now a resident. If you want to remove her, you got to go to court. Wow. That's crazy. women and not knowing the state laws of where you live to Uh your shit, okay? People are supposed to earn uh certain pe- places and levels and information of your life right yeah. now just give that out and so men how i know men are hoes is when they're very loose with who they give their dick to and allowances to yeah definitely you're, you're right about that so i'm not <clears throat> so ladies y'all hear it out here this these men that uh, a whole sign 
is when they're loose with the dick and just give it to anybody. Yes. That's letting y'all know. Loose with the dick. Me, um, from men that are hoes, from my experience, uh, it's just, I feel like, like I said, there's a lack of respect. Like, he's he's just gonna, you know, do things that show you he don't care that you know he's a hoe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, kind of let he'll flirt flirt openly with other females. Uh, there's it's, it's things that men are. Uh, I put it like this: when you're in a relationship, there's shit that we are scared to do, and we're trained correctly. We're not even gonna do that shit. You know, <laughs> like I would never flirt with another female in front of my girl because she'll stab her, break her, break her neck in three places. I'm not, I'm not gonna have that <laughs> kill because my woman know how to fight. You know, what I, mean? I wouldn't do that because I respect my woman. You know what I mean? But there's no, there's little things like that. You know, um, invite a girl he fucking with over to uh, 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 an event at the crib. You know what I mean? And act like he ain't fucking her, or invite a girl he fucked in the past. In any situation, when you're in a relationship, these are signs that'll let your man let you know your man's a hoe and he's still out here hoeing. If you gotta be like, wait. So that girl that I met tonight, that used to fuck her? Yeah, but we friends, blah, blah, blah. Yo, that's disrespect. You don't ever bring no past pussy play around your current woman and act like that shit's okay. Because think about it, let's just put the shoe on the foot. How would you feel if your girl brought some niggas that was dicking her down back in the day around you? was like, oh, yeah, this nigga's bust my ass back in the day, but now we just smoke weed and we cool. You, yeah. you cool with that, right? No, you bust this nigga head to the white meat. So don't do that to your woman. Like, people, <laughs> you got to understand, eh? You do one to others at, at, as, to an extent. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, keep watch out, ladies. Keep your eyes open for these hoe-ass niggas out here. And next, we're going to go to signs of the female hoes. Before, too. Listen, yeah. before we move to this, this is another thing for, for men who have women friends that they would possibly... They respect and they will possibly, if it, a relationship did come about, mm. want to work. The more my male friends share with me how they pick up women, they fuck women, they mm. don't fuck women, they pick up new ones, they don't level up that woman from a 7 to a 9 to a 10 and so on. Mm-hmm. When you allow your dick to get all these miles on it that ain't worth shit, you, mm. will, you will never get an invitation to my pussy. Yeah, <laughs> as you shouldn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just out here, you you deal with anything. So Listen. therefore, I'm not gonna let you in because you're not exclusive. Hello. <laughs> you deal with anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll take notes, man. Take notes. Let's get these messages out. Yeah. Say so if you're having a one night stand and you're an adult, you know you're two consenting adults having a relationship. Hey, that's cool and all dandy, you know. But if you're in a relationship, hey, you have to watch what you're doing. You cannot just go out there, open your legs up or pulling stuff out of anybody and everybody. You're in a doggone relationship. That's what you want to be in when you got there. If you don't want to be in it, hey, don't cheat. Just get out the relationship because you're going to sit back one day. You're going to come home smiling, thinking everything's all right. That person, he or she don't know what you did. Next thing you know, you don't know that that person already knew what the hell you just did and you in the bed laid down sleep 
thinking everything's all fun and dandy, but your ass wake up with a pain in your side, and this person standing over you playing fucking operation with your ass. So you need to watch what you're doing and take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the arrogant people, man. Like the arrogant people who are here cheating and act like they spouse ain't uh, you know smart enough to catch them. That's the, we weren't really talking about that. We were just saying you could have a one night stand and uh, be in a successful relationship after. We're not saying you should be cheating in your relationship and having one-night stands. That's not what we're saying at all, brother. This is like, we're just saying, hey, if you had a one-night stand with somebody, it isn't over for you. You still are in the running. You just have to play the cards right. You know, We're giving the different perspectives of male and females as to how to handle shit when you have a one-night stand so that people will respect you enough to go further with you. But if we, we are not encouraging any type of infidelities in any type of relationship because to me that would just be an ignorant show so <laughs> and i wouldn't do that because i don't want that karma on me so this is literally how to get team one night stand people to get the respect they deserve <laughs> that's what we're talking about that sound like some some old ny shit right there <laughs> some old brooklyn basement biggie shit <laughs> Well, I'm from the tri-state, so I got to know what, you, <laughs> what she's replying, um, what she's talking about. Yeah, she's talking about uh, women who are used as bait to have men run up in other people's houses. Oh, yeah. You know what? No, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. In Atlanta, it's, it's really easy to look like you got it. It's really easy to look like, you know, you live in lavish, you get like the nice um, cul-de-sac neighborhood, the nice quiet neighborhood, the good part. Yeah. And, and people get comfortable when they get in the good part. Even even people that's from the streets or from hood and uh-huh. get to the point where they can buy a house and they move to the good area, you start to leave your keys unlocked for your car that's in your driveway. You start uh-huh. to leave windows unlocked. And when you go to work and all of those houses are empty, there's a car that has enough gas in it to drive up in those neighborhoods and kick in those back doors uh-huh. and take, take. So stop getting comfortable. Keep that head on a swivel and be yeah. smart. Take that street smart to your nice neighborhood. Yeah, and see the advantage y'all have in Atlanta is this open carry state. Yeah. So uh, as me and my girl have said already, like if we move to that area, the first thing we're doing is going to getting them Big, uh, but I got that. That's <laughs> like the big ones because hey, it. listen, if all these insane uh white folk and white young kids can go around getting their hands on that shit, oh, give me the biggest gun I can find to have in my house to protect me and mine. Because yeah. I'm not playing with that. I'm like, yo, th- as they said, that amendment was made not that ain't just for white people, that's for everybody, you know what I mean. And Big Mike has been an uh, advocate for that. Now, I, I never really thought about it until. He kind of explained why he was so big on, you know, the gun amendment. And I was like, yo, I get it now. Like, you don't need to get rid of guns. You need to have one. You need to have <laughs> and you need to be smart about having one. For yeah. instance, both of my kids know that I have a gun. Both of my kids mm-hmm. know not to touch my gun. Both exactly. of my kids know where on the gun, if it's touched, it will go off. But mm-hmm. my kids are not at an age where... I, I'm comfortable training them on the handling of my gun, but I will teach my daughters how to use a gun because mm-hmm. I think it's important. But I don't even have a gun safe with the key because it's easy to get a key and turn it. They're not dumb. I have yeah. a gun safe with a code, and I think it's not guns that kill people. It's dumb people with guns that kill people. 
You got that right. And listen, and that's a, a northern agreeing with you. Like I listen, I I've come to terms with that shit. I was like, nah. Well, you know, once I get the crib and all that, I will definitely have guns in the crib, and that'll yeah. be you know, safe, like you said, with the code. But yeah. what I'm not let somebody come in my house in the middle of the night, not hit them digits and be like, let's play. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean, you you so arrogant, you thought you was gonna come in here and yeah. not be full of holes? Let's go, bro. <laughs> your, your kitchen have one. Your bedroom have one. Uh, and your reach, not your kids' reach, have yep. one. In your car, have one because people really do get stupid in traffic. Down oh, here, yeah. I have one. Yeah, I was, especially in them open carry states, and that's why, like, even when you know this is definitely getting off topic, but when I would see the video, <laughs> of black men that you know got shot by like an angry white person in Florida mm-hmm. at a gas station, I'd be like, "Yo, what? Where was your gun? Why yeah. did he only have a gun? Like, because yeah. they be so arrogant about it. Like, oh, what'd you say, boy? And then mm-hmm. they cock back a shotgun." You should be bringing the AR like I said what I said. Now we That's both right. gonna die here today, or you gonna go to fuck back to your car? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I have to deal with that. Huh? Listen, I I deal with that on a non conf uh uh just a just a non-violent way. Being a woman and driving in my car in Georgia with my two kids. Yeah. If you're driving and people are insecure and they feel threatened, mm-hmm. I've had. And I was driving through a neighborhood because I like to back street instead of main street. I was yeah. driving through the neighborhood and the guy felt like I was following him and he stopped dead in the middle of the street. And he opened his car door really aggressive and he started walking towards me. I uh-huh. rolled down the window and I said, don't fucking walk to my car. And uh-huh. I put, I put my gun on the dashboard. And once he saw it, he was like, do you know me? I said, no, I don't know you. But I, I have somewhere to be, so I need you to get in your car and get the fuck out of the way because you're picking up, you taking the space on both sides. And yeah. he, was like, he was like, but why are you following me? I said, I'm not fucking following you. You're clearly <laughs> lost. I, mm-hmm. said, I said, you're going in circles because you're going to make a right turn out of this neighborhood when you could have just went the other way. Mm-hmm. I need to go to the bank. I have this loaded gun and my kids in the car, so get the fuck back in your car and get out of my way. No, this man didn't have shit to say but to get in his car and get and get out my way because he was lost. But that aggressive <laughs> shit, yeah, you're not walking up on my car when I have kids in my car. Are you crazy? No, black folks from the south, please listen to this message. I need y'all to understand. Open carry is for everybody in those areas. If it's open carry state, make sure you have something to open carry. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> message. Oh, yes, I, I I know that one, but I'm just saying to the people that are doing it, you know, some of them just don't understand that, you know, being in a relationship is one thing, being single is another. But I do dig what y'all are talking about, and you are right. You know, uh, uh, there are a lot of relationships that uh, came out of one-night stands, but, you know, both of them were single when they got into it. So, you know, that's, that's the thing that I'm talking about, but you're right on that also. That's right, Dungeon. I'm from originally from uh, Connecticut, but I moved down here to Raleigh. And as soon as I got here three years ago, I bought me a nice nine. I don't go nowhere without her. Good. Listen, I encourage all of my black folk in open carry states, go buy your guns. Yes. They have them, these open carry states. I can't have one up here in Jersey. They don't play that shit at all. If they even see me thinking about a gun up here, it's eight years in jail. <laughs> so I'm not doing it, but <laughs> until I get my home. But other than that, 
if you are in the South and it's overcarried, please protect yourselves, yo. Women. I'm so tired of seeing these videos where it's a convenience store and a white man get mad and just blow a black man head off and be like, I had the gun and he didn't. When it could be different when you bring your shit out too and be like, what's up, player? What yeah. are we doing today? You want to make it home to your family? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, shit. What a shot. Sorry, I'm watching basketball. Um, <laughs> but like, Be yeah, educated but- about that shit. And women... Especially if you live alone, go get you a few of them things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? One for the car, one for the house, or yeah. however many you want, and be educated on handling that gun. Go to the gun range. There's a lot of black-owned uh, gun classes that you can take. You can teach your kids and get your gun license, and don't let that shit expire. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, what, what are we? I, I gotta get off topic because we we definitely get on topic. But I just like, <laughs> what are we so scared for? That amendment was made for everybody. I get it. Most we feel like most amendments was only made for white people. But in, until they say only white people can have guns, right? No oh, shit. You see right. what these white kids are doing? Other white kids, they lighting them up in school. Listen, when again, it seems like we get into a time where there's a certain pack of Americans that think they can just run up and shit and do things. Yeah. Go get your guns. Y'all yeah. saw what happened on January sixth. If they're doing that at the Capitol. They may start to run up in other places. And all I'm saying is, be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit, your boy Dave Chappelle said it. He in Ohio. Come on, yeah. man. <laughs> Let's go. Next message. Look, I sleep with the gun. And she don't snore. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Right. We ain't going out without a fight. Some, one of us going to die tonight. And it's going to be you, not me. Yeah. Yeah, why are we just letting people shoot us? In open carry states, I don't understand that shit. Man, dungeon, don't even get me started with that. With the white people, they they wilding. Me and Bay got a show tomorrow called Insurrection Going Wild. It's gonna be at seven thirty. Y'all check it in if you could. But I am not around for the nonsense. I went out and got me a crossbow, nigga. I ain't even playing. I will shoot you right in your heart. I'm definitely checking out. I'm definitely checking your show out, Queen. Like that, because I believe that shit. Like I'm telling you, it, it's funny because it took Killer Mike going on a pro rant about it. You know, because I think he's from he's from, he didn't know it, no he's in Atlanta, isn't he? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, and him going on a rant about gun ownership for black folk, and then I thought about it, and I was like, yo, he's right, yo. Like, why are we so scared to own guns? Like, especially supposed to. The law hates hates. When black people know their rights and they know what they can do and they know their amendments, mm-hmm. so do what you can do um, while you can do it. Because just like anything, as far as voting and policies, when they when they take a, a survey on how many black people actually uh, go out and get guns and utilize policies that are set in place versus mm-hmm. people that don't, and they see that black people really don't. It ain't nothing for them to exclude you next. Exactly. Like, make sure we taking advantage of this because I I feel like one day that's gonna, it's going to come down to that amendment where we're going to need them shits. You know what I mean? With the way things are going, things are getting weird. <laughs> so I'm just like, hey, I mean, just all I'm saying is make sure you have a way to protect yourself. That's all. Like, yeah. protect, to protect you and your family. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's not illegal. We're not spreading disinformation here. These are facts. You're allowed to do it in, in certain states. If you've got one of those states, we just saying go and go. On.